0: Hello and welcome to Yerushalmi, Barakas Staff Mem Gimel, in the Oso 100 print. We are a jam-packed schedule today but we're going to talk about Hashem, and some of it is Halacha Lamaisa as well, and some of it is Inyana Dioma if you're listening over Hanukkah. So the first one is that, uh, are you allowed to whisper when you daven s Esrei, or should you hear the words? So this is based on the Yerushalmi here, and it's based on the Bavli as well. We'll get to it in a second. Um, the second thing is the famous Yihir zone before we daven, and then the third thing is some historical background about um, the Tamechal Shachar ben Arba'im and some historical stuff that is famous but hazy for a lot of people, and I hopefully bezer Hashem, when you learn the block, you'll have a lot of clarity. Okay, so the Gemara says there's, there's a very famous Pesach in Shmuel Aleph, Perak Aleph Pesach Yud Gimel, and it says three things. Well, at least for what we care about here. V'chana Himidabera aliba. Chana was davening, talking on her heart. Rak Tsefaseah Sivasel knows just her lips were moving but her voice was not being heard. and Eli thought she was drunk, which is a whole discussion in itself. But it's not for today. So the Gemara says like this: uses two of those drushes. One of them is I might think that you should you should say talk very loudly, musbalo. But she spoke to her heart only, so you should daven quietly. I might think that you could just think. rocks No, it's just her lips were moving. Okay, she was pro- she was pronouncing the words with her lips only so Agav the Babli brings down that from the Kola lo Shamea, that's how we learn that a person um, that a person should not be heard um, but anyway there's a lot of confusion about exactly what the drush is um, I'll let you figure that out because there's a lot to say let's just talk about how to daven. so in shochnar Urachaim Kufalf, Simabas says, Lo ye spala blibo. You're not allowed to doubt in your heart, Levad, just in your heart. Alamakhatikatvarmasov, you have to express it. Umashmiya la Azna Balakash and your your uh ears should hear it whispering but your voice shouldn't be heard but if you can't concentrate you can lift your voice a little bit which we know the famous psak for rashan yom Kippur as well although the Mishabura says it's preferable to still do it quietly but and Sibor, you have to be very careful you can't interrupt other people and then this haggah is the tour the the rama is quoting the tour which is quoting the argue Shalmi today um Beso, but if you daven out loud in your house, Kishima when you daven this is not said in our Gemara here in our Girsa. In order she mimeno bene Beso that your family members should learn how to daven, then it's mutter. That's the tour. Our Gemara, if you look carefully, does not say that that's the reason. It says it's a secondary benefit that. Hap, that it happens to be that, that, that the um, people could learn. But you see from Gemara, he brings a story that it seems to be that it was intentional. And that, that intention, so that people should learn how to, how to daven, is important. Now, keep that in mind, that our children, our family members are learning how to daven from us. They didn't have siddurim, they didn't have school. So imamish was, was very, very relevant. Now, there's a famous Zohar that a lot of people know. And the Zohar seems to say that one is not allowed to emanate the words at all, because seemingly it'll mess up the words. Um... In Shabura in Sifkat uh, Nheia over there says, but the Magid of Ram argues and he says that it's wrong. That's not the right interpretation of the of the Zor. The Zor doesn't mean that, and you're actually allowed to say the words. You should say the words and make sure that they're slightly heard as well. And the Biur has says the same thing. That it's the same exact thing as the Shulchan Aruch, Chum. Okay. Now Agav. What about Bediyevit, if you daven in your heart and you literally didn't even say the words at all? The Maggad of Rome says you're not yotze. and I, I don't know, this might be the only time. The Chain of a Sefer, Nefesh I assume that's Nefesh Shachaim from Refa'chaim V'lazhin. I looked, and it's divided into four Ki kiadua. I couldn't find it in any Perakeh or any of the parakim in between that it's old and wrote, so if anybody has any R on that. But I, I don't think there's any other Mishabur that I'm aware of that quotes from a Sefer, Nefesh which It's a very interesting Sefer, but it's certainly not a Ashgafik Sefer on Torah and tefillah, etc. from Rav Chaim the um, So I might be mistaken, it might be a different Sefer, but I would love to hear from you. So that's that's what the Shulchan Arach says. And that's the bottom line, halakha, that a person should uh, whisper, but it should be enough that he could hear it a little bit. And again, Chazal tells us that it's somebody who's Mashmia um, kolu and davening. He is from Gassi Ruach and he's from Enam Amidim because Hashem could hear everything that we're saying and thinking. And I think that's a main point of davening that we're supposed to think and recognize that Hashem is hearing everything we're saying. Okay, let's move on to the next thing, which is a very famous thing. So um, I'm, I'm actually going to kind of work my way backwards here. The, the first Ber HaLacha in all of Arachayim, literally the first one that the Chavetz Hayim wrote, is a Chiddush atzum that no one else quotes at all. So on, on the literally the first one, Shehehu Ma'orah Shachar, which is on the first words in the Shulchan Aruch. So Nachon Ma'od Lomar Kodam Kol You should... Um, say this prayer before you daven all three tules of a day. <laughs> okay. So, um, as has been pointed out, what is the Makar for the Chavetz Chaim? <laughs> the Makar is the Yirshalmi, meaning no other. Uh, Pirish on Shulchan Arach Breezes down We'll get to the Archa Shulchan I know you're thinking We'll get to the Archa Shulchan In a moment So I just want to point out That the Chavetz Chaim Uh, Was born in 1838 approximately, and he died in 1933 approximately. And he wrote the Mishabura from the years 1884 to 1907. That's most of it. Now, you could argue with me that maybe he wrote Hilshabas first. Whatever it is, he was around 46 years old when he started writing the Mishabura. And the fact that he was a Bucky and all of Yerushalmi and Bavli and everything else is very clear for anyone that studies it. But I just want to point that out that, like Mamish, there's no one else that brings this down in the postgame. Okay? And the question is, why not? So I just want to say that who Hu Amishtaburah if Chavetz Chaim says that that's how he reads the Gemara it's Kedai to think about before we dive in. that maybe we should be more familiar with these prayers and I saw that in some sadurim they actually do bring it down but the question is why do most people not bring it down why do most people not so I discussed this with my Rebbe refrying Greenblatt. that's all when I was learning this Yerushalmi many years ago in 2005 and I told him that perhaps if you read the Gemara the answer is right there and it says like this Milsa the um, there it is so in the in the Lashon Yerushalmi itself, it says Rishmul um, Bar Nachmani Yamar. Okay, Me'echan Lamdu sholosh Tefilas. How do you learn to say three Tefilas a day? Rishmul Bar says Keneged Shlosha Pabim Shayom Mishtan Alabrios. It's because of the three changes that the times of the day changes. B'shachar Tsarach Hadelomar. In the morning, you should say Modan L'Yiflanecha Hashem Lo Kavik El Basay. Shazit That's what you should say now. And 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 the second time that it changes is Mincha. Tsarach Hadelomar. You should say Modan L'Yiflanecha. Etc., and then the Arvis is of tzarich lomar. So one second. So is the Yerushalmi, is the Shitas Rav Shmuel Ranachmini actually saying that you're supposed to say these tefilas? No, it's very clear. He's saying that why do you daven three times a day? He's saying the davening itself is recognizing the three times that the day changes, and the davening itself represents this prayer. It's not that you're supposed to say these words. And I asked a Grimland, he told me he wrote about it, and yes, he agrees that that's the shot, and that's why everybody argues with the and doesn't bring it down, because that, that's just saying that that's what tefillah is. And Baruch Shakivanti that that um, that's Zatzal's uh, very close childhood friend, Rechaim that's Zatzal, he says that exact thing before, he says explicitly that that's what Yerushalmi is saying, that the tefillah itself is, those three times a day that we daven are these three things. Now, the Archa Shulchan brings down, in Simon Aleph, obviously, uh, the last simon in, in, in Aleph, Khaftes. So he writes, the Shum Echabea Postkim Loaviyu that no, no one brought this down. And he says, maybe the shot is like this the Gemara brings down three reasons why we daven three times a day. One of them is do a very famous connected Avos. The other one is connected to him, which the Gemara here does, and the Babli also does. And this is a third sheita that is connected the three times a day changes. So he says the Babli never quotes this. Shastilan, the Babli, and Chavvavim and Beis and Brachos, it never brings this Rabi and Levi's pshat that it's the three times a day changes. And so Mameel, it only brings the Avos connected Avos and connected to him, which our Babli does as well. So therefore, this isn't the Psak, So therefore, this this was forgotten. Now with, with combining that with R' Chaim Kalayevsky's that, Re- that Refraim also said was correct and that Baruch HaKivanti, Ladas Gedolim, it's not very often that it happens at all, that's a tremendous zuchus. To understand a Gemara like that, so it, it makes sense because that cheetah is not even a third cheetah. It's just saying that the three times a day changes, which is connected the avos and connecta the to meet uh, to meet him. That's that's what we're acknowledging in our tefila. So that's a very beautiful shot about davening. Why people don't do it. I want to come back and say though, felt that that if the Chabad time read that, that's, that this is a tefila, I saw some sedurim actually bring the bring this here. And it's kedai to think about that. That's what tefila is. We're thanking Hashem that I'm alive. Thanking Hashem that I made it past the morning to the afternoon and, and davening to Hashem that I should continue to see another day. It's an amazing thing. Um, I want to give one quick aura that I always find very, very fascinating. Which is that according to the Shita that the Bavli and Yerushalmi both bring down, the were were connected the Avos. So how can we say that Marv is a Rishus? I mean, if you say it's connected to meet him, so I understand this. How Shachar and Ben Shachar and and then if you have extra, then you have a Rishus to to burn it at night as well to, to the Avarim and that then the need to be taken care of. So that makes perfect sense. But if you hold that it, it's connected the Avos, like Avraham, it's like our Shachar Samincha, but then what about Marv? How could you do this to Yaakov? So the Ben Yeruda in Brachos on that blot he says that the Pshat is because since Vayifka v'makoma, who is is, is the tefillah, and that's where we learn it from, the time that Yaakov davened, Kiba Hashem, Hashem had set the sun to make him sleep there and daven there. So Mamela, the time that he davened, was actually still daytime, just that Hashem had made the sunset and made it look like night. So Mamela it remained a rishus. That's an important thing. There's another part that I always quote from the, from the, um, the Banishchai as well, that he says that for Shachris, uh, for, for Shema, the idea is that we mention, um, we mention Shema Yisrael Hashem, Hashem Achad, to recognize that that everything comes from Hashem. That Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu, even the Rachamim and the Din Hashem Achad, it all comes from the one Hashem, which is all Chesed. So, so we say Shema at daytime to remind to to, to to recognize the Chesed of Hashem. But at night, the, we we recognize the Emunah of Hashem. Um, and so therefore, at, how could how could Chazal didn't want to be kovei that you need to say Shema at that um, you need to daven marav uh, at night because if they were Kovea, that then it's like forcing you to be that's something you have to work on yourself. So it's a rishus, but that, but like, like the riff says, like all the posts can bring down because you need to work towards that madrega to bring that muna to you. And it's interesting, it's rumors also, and like we talked about many times, right. Or Chayecha, Yabim Kol Mashiach, or includes the nights. What's Kol yemecha That even on the hard days, even on the bad days where it's so dark, you still have to remember that. And, and the Khazal Chazal's drasha that it's even Yomos Mashiach, even in the hardest of all times, so we have to stay strong to Hashem with The last thing is a very interesting, medrash that you're very familiar with, and it's quoted and misquoted in Medrashim, and there's a lot of girsah problems, and we'll talk, we'll touch on it very, very briefly. So um, the Gemara is talking about that in Arba Shos. One time the tamid was brought then, which is extremely late. When did it happen? Once, seemingly in the time of the bias reshon, during the the um, story of Hanukkah. Um, sorry, in the bias Shini, Um Here it is. We may malchus yavan. It was in the time of the malchus yavan, um, which is the third Gullus before um, before Rome which is the Gullus that we're in. The Jews inside the city would give the Greeks. Um, Two boxes of gold coins, and they would send up two lambs, which they would bring, because the talmud was something that kept the world going. The, the world stood on carbonos so they gave them that, and they sent two goats, which cannot be used. Now, remember, this happened during the Hanukkah period of Bayis the last, the last miracle before Bayash, before the Galus uh, of Romy. But Ososha I think there's a play on words here for Hashem enlighten them, which is the, you know, Hanukkah miracle, um, they didn't find, um, that's not this story, they found two pre-checked, um, lambs that they were able to bring, and they were able to bring it, okay, and that, and on that day, um, that's what—that's the day that Revuda Baraba was testifying. They brought it on the fourth hour. You look at the Mafarshim. There's a lot discussed here. Then there's a there's a little bit of a problematic Gemara because Rav Levy says later, me Malchus or ha Hazos. Even in the time of Rome, there's a famous Gemara and Medrash that they were they would give them the two boxes of gold and then they would get back the two cope the the, the uh, what they needed for the carbonos. But one time they sent uh, the box and they got back two pigs. And there's a very very famous Medrash about what happened. Vlo um, espika lag biel chatzichomah, achen Acha ha'chazir till the pig stuck its uh, heel into the wall, and then there's a zayachomah uh, and it shook the kavatzar of parsa merit's Israel, and there's a whole machlokes uh, what that means, but there was some type of forty parsa jump that happened. Bosheshah garmu ha'avonos, butal tamid v'charav which is hard to understand. Is this bayis ruchin or bayis sheni? Ayn sham. There's a tremendous amount of hagos here, but the grush says that this actually happened during the kastro night period. The, the problem becomes that the base of Midrash wasn't destroyed. It was in the 213th year of Bayasheni when, when Hashanam took place. But anyway, suffice it to say, it probably, the grow would probably say um, that it means that eventually it led to the destruction of the base of Midrash. But anyway, the point is that this is a very famous story that a lot of people talk about, and this is exactly where it's found. Ayin Shum, um, if you take a look in art school, they have a lot of different historical background as well based on many, many interesting places, but I just wanted to cover that part of Hanukkah because it's a famous story, and this is one of the places that it's famous for. It's found in other Midrashim as well, but this is where it is. I hope that illuminated your plot, and I thank you so much for joining.